we are in the final stage of My Hero Academia. Horikoshi has confirmed it. We are moving on to the final arc, the final overarching arc of the My Hero story. And this is really concluded by the war arc, which we are just seeing the end of now with this weird mid-season recap episode, but still kind of new information. Probably one of the better recap episodes. My name is James Graham. I'm joined by Dylan Beal. We're the Degenerate Duo. Andrew's moving. He's getting situated, all that good stuff. But we are going to be hitting you with the hot takes of My Hero this week. Dylan, how you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, so we didn't get a recap episode at the beginning of the season. We were um, hyped. We were so pumped. Yeah, we were pumped. And then they tricked us. They tricked us and they're like, just kidding. You're getting one midway through. Um, which, I'm going to be honest, I think this is actually the way to do it. I don't know. I don't know why, but something about like the first core ending and like the second core is starting with like a, not only like a recap of the previous arc, but also like an epilogue to the arc. Yeah. It kind of works. Like, I don't know. I did feel like, oh, so every, I think, I think this is what it is, is when a, when a new season starts and I see that it's a clip episode, I get bummed out because I'm like, oh, I was so hyped for this. But this mm-hmm. one, I still got to see some more new episode, like a little bit. And it didn't yeah. feel as bad that it was a clip episode. So like, I don't know. Maybe this is the way to do it. <laughs> I think this. I think this really is. And we're also coming off of a one week break as well. So it's like it's not the worst. You know what I mean? It's like it's yeah. like okay, here's a quick refresher because you guys have been away for two weeks. We are also at the end of like you know uh, a big arc. We are also in like the halfway mark of the season. There's a lot of things that really like work with putting a recap episode right here. Yeah. So I think I think yeah, this this is probably the best way to do it. And hopefully they continue to do it like this. I think this is the way you handle it. Yeah. So all the My Hero executive uh, TV producers out there who I know watch this episode, um, please, please uh, take this into consideration for the future uh, seasons. Why wouldn't you take two white guys talking about the show? Like we, our opinions are the ones that matter the most. Of yes. course. I'm not going to say right. I correctly predicted the end of My Hero because they took my idea for the end of My Hero, but we'll see. There'll be there'll be what is that original property uh, uh, intellectual property disputes yeah. Th- those will come down the road for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so we are going to structure this di- episode a little differently because it is kind of like a recap epilogue episode. So basically, I'm going to kind of run through really the the closing points of the end of the work sort of thing. Um, basically, just like it's almost like a like an afterwards sort of thing where I just kind of give a quick recap and then we are going to talk about the new opener and ender, which is pretty sick it was sick that we got a halfway point one of those um and then we're going to kind of talk about the war as a whole we're going to get into that and really discuss what, what the major takeaways are of it so really quick um the new information we got from this episode is that members of the paraliberation front and the league of villains have both been captured it's from makia mr compress um the leader of the love company i uh, uh trumpet trumpet yeah trumpet trumpet um as well as, I think Trumpet's a really big one from the Paraliberation front. Yeah, I, I oh, think it was basically Gettin, all of them except. Yeah, Gettin. yeah, yeah. Because Getting and um, and Redestro were also captured. Yeah, um, all of them except Skeptic were captured, or ki- or the other ones were killed before the, the prior to. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. On top of that, we're really painted this very grim picture that most cities are absolutely demolished in this area. Like they're just devastated. Um, and the heroes are like in full, full rescue mode. Um, you get a nice, you get a nice really like uh, run around of Ochako and Froppy really just trying to help everybody. And it's never ending to the point where you actually start seeing some of the, 
lesser known heroes kind of waver and be like, listen, I can't, I can't do this anymore. This isn't for me. I need to get out of here sort of thing. And I'm sure that's a theme we're going to go back to at some point, right? You don't just put that in there without, you know, going back to that. So I think that's going to be a thing. On top of that, we do have several confirmed major deaths. Um, Midnight and Majestic being the one. Midnight obviously being the most prominent one, which was something we talked about internally quite often. We didn't know how they were going to do it. Um, and Majestic was like a, kind of like a, a, a bit of a prominent side character who's he's always kind of been around. Like his costume is very iconic. It's very um, like Deku Kid from Zelda sort of thing. Um, but he's also confirmed dead as well. And then we also find out that Shigaraki was revived on his dreams of like, you know, shattering hero society and yeah, hatred alone. I, I love how like it was like an anti we're going to not throw Exilus under the bus. And instead, it was like he was revived by his hatred of the world. It was it was weird. It was a weird thing to throw in there. Yeah, it was. You know, they just bailed Exlus out because we shit on Exlus. We were like, you you had the kill shot. Yeah, you didn't take it. But they're like, no, nah, dude, not his fault. Shigaraki is just he's built different. He's <laughs> so pissed off and so angry. Man, man's so pissed off he can't die. <laughs> yeah, like which. Uh, Sick to his character. Actually cool, because they're like, yeah, he's confirmed dead. Like, 100%, no heartbeat. Man's out cold. Uh, psych, though, because he's just so pissed off. I, that... I I do want to ask, since you're the medical expert here, is that possible? I, I, I'm I not saying, like, okay, listen. Yeah. I'm saying, is it possible? Is there a non-zero chance that someone could just revive because they're so upset and pissed off? <laughs> There has been, like, there has been tons of studies on people doing ridiculous feats through, like, sheer will and, like, emotional, like, duress alone. Reviving themselves is not one of them. Are you so, positive? I'm going to go, I, yeah, I want, I'm going to go hunting after this. <laughs> but, like, I'm, like, 99.5% sure that no one has been so angry at the world that they're, like, I'm just not gonna die. Like, all right. Well, uh, I'll do some research and we'll we'll circle back next week. We'll, then. we'll circle back. Yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll cover this topic a little more in depth. But yeah, like, and the, on the final closing note is that AFO basically almost it seems to be fully in, in control of Shigaraki. Basically decides that nah, like tomorrow's just not gonna be another day. Like I'm keeping my foot on the gas, sort of thing. And we kind of end the episode with them looking at Tartarus, which of course is the, like the, the, the super villain prison, which is super crazy. It, it basically, it looks heavily modeled after Alcatraz. Sort of yeah. Thing. It's yeah, off it, on an it island. Is, it is high tech Alcatraz for sure. It's high tech. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. But it looks sick. So that is really what kind of sums up at the end of the war arc. It was, it was, a, it, you know, it was, I think it was delivered quite well. Um, especially the death of midnight, which we really didn't know how the fuck that was going to go because they it, everything got so out of order so fast and we're like okay are they just going to keep her alive like because they keep they kept panning to her and it was just like what what are you going to do with that so yeah. how do you feel about that how do you feel about like the the initial the initial epilogue i guess um i will say as someone who read it in the manga first i was i was both like neutral but also a little bit let down about midnight's death mm -hmm. um and the reason why is i actually didn't want them to keep cutting back to her um and, and yeah. i i think this is the problem of like i think this was because i read the manga like i had it it hit differently for me and i think that's why i think if you're if you're an anime only watcher you probably got the scene just fine but from my perspective 
Midnight's Death was so impactful because it came out of, like, nowhere. Because, yeah. like, in the manga, what's happening is you're getting this epilogue, everything's kind of wrapping up, everyone's, like, kind of, like, at that moment where they kind of, like, everyone's, like, getting up off the ground, and they're like, oh, gosh, like, I'm sure glad that we made it through that, and then they look over, and then it's the scene with Midnight, and you're like, oh, like, yeah. I actually thought we made it out of this one. And so the reason why I didn't like it in this one is because they kept panning over more and more shots to her on the ground in her like, I, I, I think contextually, <laughs> if I was anime only, it would be like, wow, everyone's just on the ground, like not doing well. But because I had that pre-knowledge, I was like, oh, they're just panning over to this, this dead uh, hero and it's not hitting as much. The, the scene that actually did really well for me is I actually don't think, it, I actually don't know if it was in this one or the previous one. Um, but where they have the song that plays uh, and has the English vocals. Is that this yeah. episode? I, it was the, actually, it was the, I'm pretty sure it was the previous episode, actually. Oh, yeah, the previous one. Uh, so that one is actually the one that got me the most. Like, I thought that was a really good, like, panning around to everyone kind of, like, on the ground, like, losing hope. And then the song hits. I was like, that's, that, like, was my emotional moment of the season rather than Midnight. Um, so I, I, so overall, I was, it brought me back to neutral because, like, I think that scene in general is very okay. Um, I actually think that's one of the least impactful things about the war arc. But because of that song, there was a, still a really good like emotional part towards the end. And I thought that kind of tied it together for me at least. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think because it needed that, right? It's, I, I, I'm sure, I, like you said, I'm sure for like anime-only watchers, it, it was probably fine. But I think for anybody who knows kind of how the story goes, the delivery had to be like, it, it, I don't think it was fumbled. It was just... It was just weird. It was just kind of a different. It was. It was not what I was expecting, right? I actually found Majestic's death a little more impactful. Yeah. Because there is no body. It's just his hat. Um, and he has like this very heroic moment, very very briefly, and you know he's getting taken out. But like you just like it, it, you know what I mean? Like there was just so much. It, it was. So, it was so grim because there was no body, right? Yeah. That I think that hit me a little harder. Um, plus I'm a big, like, side boy character, so seeing these characters, like, really flare up, have their moment, and then they're like, yeah, you're gone, sort of thing, right? Yeah. I think that really added to it. Um, but yeah, now we're, and now you're seeing, like, the, the gravity of the situation. Like, it, things are, things are bad. Yeah, I think this is, this is, like, one of our first big major character deaths, um, in the whole series. I mean, like, mm -hmm. I, I still think you can consider All Might's death to be one, because, uh, you know, like, even though he's alive, he's not really the same All Might as he used to be. Yeah. But besides that, like, who else really? Sir Nighteye? And, like, we talked about this before of, like, he was a character just set up to die. And so, like, the fact that we had a character that made it six seasons is insane, actually. And it paints, like, it, like, it, 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 it shows that the show can go a very different direction very fast yeah that if you have a character that's built up that was so prominent so around for so long and they they kill them off quite quickly what does that mean for everybody else right yeah and I, I think they actually set that tone really well with and i, I don't want to poke too deep into this but with the new opening and ending um not only that but like the scenes in this show itself is we talked about it last episode of like hey, these are some pretty brutal, like, scenes, like, uh, with the drill dude getting crushed or whatever. Like, you could tell that, like, tonally, things are getting a little bit grittier. Mm -hmm. Um, like, not only, like, in, in, like, tone, but, like, visually, things are getting darker. Like, it's literally getting to be a darker show, like, drawn in a darker light. Um, so I think that's really cool. So I, I'm, I'm really liking this direction, and we're heading into what Horikoshi calls the final saga. Uh, so I'm, I'm stoked.
Yeah, it's going to be, and especially like with the reveal of the new opener, you see an entirely different Deku, which you haven't seen on the screen yet, uh, like, you know, delivered, right? He wasn't in really in the recap episode really at all Mm -hmm. in this new kind of rugged. Yeah, like, yeah. You want to talk about that real quick? Because like, I mean. Yeah, I think, uh, I think, I think the big thing here is like, uh, just take note. Because I, I guess stuff that's happening next. So not to go too in into it, but like we got a new prominent character, a woman with uh, purple hair. Uh, we mm-hmm. got Deku in his like newer outfit, um, running around what looks like to be a post-apocalyptic world, uh, basically. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that that's the visuals we got. Uh, and I actually have a meta question: When okay. did people start using the word core? Has that always been a thing? I feel like I just recently heard it last year, and now I hear it a bunch. Uh, and I don't... I, I'm afraid that, like, I just, like, didn't realize this was a word or something. What? what do you, the word core? Like... Yeah, like, the no, like, uh, so you refer to, like, parts of a season, right? Because, like, we yeah. finished the first core. This is the second... Uh, this is the first episode of the second core of the season. Yeah, I've never heard that before. That's a, like... I, I swear it's a new term. Yeah. Like, it's about C O. Yeah, C O U R. I first heard it. The first time I heard it was when someone was telling me that like Spy Family, their its second core is starting in the fall. That was the first time I've ever heard the word, and now I cannot go without hearing it and anymore. I don't like that. I I I feel like I'm insane because I've never heard this word before. I think I honestly I think this is gonna be one of those things that like it was probably the technical term as far as like how an anime is like released sort of thing or yeah. how it's like it, this is a production thing and somebody in the fucking community got a hold of it and was like oh we're gonna call it this now mm. they're fucking I, seasons or their arcs whatever man like chill out anyways uh i like the war arc i thought the war arc was great um it was something that we were really thinking about a lot because like this this is the good arc this is probably like the best arc that we've gotten um i think that's almost widely considered like everyone agrees that this is like one of the best arcs um besides maybe some of the first stuff we get but like this is yeah work is really good um and i thought that they did a fantastic job adapting it um i don't think i have any real negatives about it it was only good like i said i i have a little bit of like a few issues here and there but like in terms of an adaptation i i i don't think they could have adapted it better no i think like i gotta agree like i mean I, we have had our gripes and stuff like that but i think overall they've been like pretty minor and i i like we we came out of this season swinging praising like episode after episode right and we haven't done that in a little while right like like a lot of a lot of these Mm -hmm. seasons have had a decent amount of criticism behind them so for it to be delivered so well i think is is huge especially on such a well liked um see like uh, arc from the community right from Mm -hmm. the from the fandom so this is the one that they needed to execute well, and I think I think they did great. Dobby's dance was insane. Um, Best genius coming back was incredible. Um, the hero reveal for Bakugo, or hero name reveal for Bakugo was insane. Mirio. like Mirio, Mirio's return. Yeah, exactly. Right, like you really you really felt it like across the board. Twice dying, you know what I mean? Like I mean, there's there's so many huge moments in this in this or in this arc specifically that had to be done well. And they really all were, I, I think. Besides, like, the kind—I I don't even want to call it fumbling with midnight. Like it was just—it was just kind of weird. Like, it, yeah. And I mean, even that—it's like it's mostly. 
I think just a story thing too. Like I, I mean, like mm. it, it is still pretty close to like how the manga was done, and like I like something like that, or like the scene with Mina. Though those are things I would just like chalk up to it's Horikoshi in the story. Like I wouldn't yeah. even fault it on the anime. So yeah, no, that's yeah, yeah. I think that's just it. I think it's more of a it's more of a like uh, like a story direction more than actually the the anime miss miss you know. Uh, misrepresenting uh, representing it so yeah i because i i think my villain academia that arc is an arc that was really good but wasn't adapted super well i think it was mm -hmm. adapted it, it was good it was still good it's still one of my favorites but i think i think the quality of the manga of it and then the quality of the anime of it that is a pretty big gap yeah. and i think the war arc is what the good version of that looks like of like the quality is really high for the manga quality is really high for the anime like I don't know I, I'm I'm just very happy with it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just very happy with it. Like I, I'm glad that like when it's all said and done, this was at least a season that we're going to really really enjoy and like. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think with it coming out so strong, I think the rest of the season is probably going to be as consistent as the first core or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Yeah. <laughs> what is your What is your favorite moment from the work? What is your oh. what, what takes the cake? What takes the cake? So I I wrote I wrote this into our our. Our, our little notes here and i didn't really consider it uh be, like because it's so hard because there's so it many is. really really good moments um it's it's tough i think i think some of my favorite stuff is probably around it, it's either the dobby reveal um or uh or twice versus hawks or not not twice exactly like the the end part but the twice versus hawks of where they're like the stand down that they're kind of having yeah. It's just such a I don't know there there's something about it because I I love those characters together, um, and I, I I love Hawks I love I love Twice and so something about that right there just like oh I I, I love that uh, that so that 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 whole moment was like perfect for me. That's it, and that's just it like those those two moments are so pivotal in this and I mean I think the only one that kind of starts to come close to it is Best Genius I think that is the next the next one that kind of starts coming close to those two but. The Twice and Hawks, as well as Dobby, all those things are a big, like, cultivation of, like, events that have happened prior. And, yeah, like, I think those, I think those are it, man. I think those, mm -hmm. those really have to, because Dobby's dance was just so gripping. It was so, like, oh, yes. man. And, and it really felt like he lost it. Like, it yeah. really feels like he lost it. And I think that's the important thing here is because he's, like... Uh, oh god, it's, gonna, it's so cringe. It's so cringe. But he's like our Joker, right? Like he's the closest like type. That's like the archetype that he really fills. Yeah, and he fills it really well. I think. Um, just like you can see that like his 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 mind is just been broken at this point of like where he's like hugging Shoto and he's like, what kind of expression do you think Dad will make when I burn you up? Like, yeah, that's incredible. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, he's so he's so derailed or like in like so consumed by this one thing of just making Endeavor's life as miserable as possible that it, it's it's it, like and you said it like he is he does feel that archetype, but he doesn't feel that archetype stereotypically like he doesn't he doesn't have like those like the motivations that really make that archetype kind of feel weak. Yeah, he's, he he's is not very, crazy for crazy's sake. No, exactly. Like he there's so like you you can follow the steps to what got him to where he is. And I think that makes it so much better, right? And now you just see the like what that what that becomes, right? And you just get Dobby being completely, completely let go. Yeah, I, I'm actually really curious to see what like post Dobby's dance Dobby is like because mm -hmm. before it, it it did feel like 
looking back at the other seasons, it was like this tension that was just always building and building and building, and it snapped finally into, you know, the the big reveal. So I wonder what that looks like now, because, like, he's not going to go back to acting like Dobby before, being, like, kind of, like, you know, in the corner, just chilling, right? Like, I can't imagine. I can't imagine him not just being fully focused on Endeavor and all the Todorokis. Yeah, so do you think that new Dobby fits in with new Shigaraki slash AFOs League of Villains? Do you I, think he like I kind of do. I don't I don't think Spinner. I don't think Spinner mm-hmm. and I don't think we missing anybody else. Everyone's Toga. and Toga, yeah. Spinner and Toga. Yeah. I think those are the outliers now because the way I see Shigaraki and the way I see Dobby is very similar of like they are now like I don't want to say they're not characters because they, they still are characters, but they're not they're not people anymore. Like they're just these forces of destruction now. And that's yeah. what they're gonna be doing. They're just gonna be destroying stuff. I don't really feel like Spinner's that, and I don't feel like Toga's that either. So like I I I think that the, the league is probably gonna, you know, have to like reconcile that before we move forward. But like I don't I don't think the group is inherently uh what was the word that you used? Like Oh, um, Oh shit! Like like like, 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 like splintered or like like yeah. Like, like I I feel like yeah. they should be splintered, and they're gonna have to deal with the repercussions of that at some point, probably. Right. Yeah. It's gonna be. It's it's crazy, man, to think of like like going forward, like how uh, what it's gonna look like. You know what I mean? Like we have a, like already have a raid organized on Tartarus. Like, what the fuck does that look like? Right. Like. So wait, what was your favorite moment then from? It, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm basically gonna like parrot and echo you. Like, it's those two. It's those two moments. The, the, all the, the, the twice, the, the, the twice in Hawk standoff was insane. It was so emotional. It was so like you were so invested, right? And yeah, and the, and then the, the buildup of Dobby just completely snapping is. Mm-hmm. It, they're pretty. They're pretty hard to match. I best genius showing up was pretty sick. Um, what, what about underrated moment? Because I I have an underrated moment. An I was underrated moment. I think the most underrated moment of this whole season, because I I don't feel like people caught this at the moment, is when Best Genius is down and he's fighting and he looks over and like Hawks has been gone. Hawks has been gone. The number two hero's gone. He looks at Endeavor and Endeavor, the number one hero, the number one hero is just broken on the ground, mm-hmm. and he looks up and he realizes this. And like there's like a, there's there's like a connection of like oh shit I'm the number one hero now and I have to do this and he jumps into action immediately that I think is just like because there's so much going on at once you, you breeze right past that but when I saw it I was like this is sick this is like I th- this this is best genius like being best est genius right now I love I love I love every scene with best genius like throughout this whole series so like I don't know I I, I think I think that was super underrated because it's. Real good stuff. Real good stuff. Real good stuff. I, yeah, I think, and I honestly, I think the implications of Mirio being back into the fold is another thing that kind of got like a little brush under too, right? Like, yeah, he's obviously in the fight. He's, he's doing his thing, but like, he is an insanely, insanely powerful hero, right? There's a reason why we had to take away his abilities. He was busted, dude. He was OP, right? So, but like, I mean, AFO kind of does dispatch him and he's like, I can't, like, and he even says, he's like, I don't like dealing with attacks that are unpredictable, right? And that's exactly what Mirio is. He's so hard to really, like, have a grip on like how he's going to deal, like, come at you sort of thing, right? So I think him returning to the fold is a, another really big deal because 
it also, I think we've, we've talked about the Pandora's box of Aerie so many times of what she can and can't do with that power. So that I think is very much under, undersold from in comparison to everything else that went on. Cause there was so much in 13 episodes, right? It was fucking crazy. Yeah. So yeah, I guess the, the, the last thing we, I, we've really talked about like going forward, like what it's going to look like. So I won't really get too in depth on that. Um, but I do want to know your thoughts on the new opener and closer. I love them. There's, yeah. Actually, they're one of my. There's some of my favorites. I don't. I, I don't know if like song wise, it's like, well, this is my favorite song. But like, they're just really, really good openers and enders. I feel like it. It hits the tone perfectly. I think my biggest gripe with the previous opener is it was really good for episode one, but every single one after that, I'm like, this is. It doesn't fit the tone of the war arc as much. This. Yeah tonally is just great it's awesome i love it visually it looks really good visually like it does all, all the characters just like they just pop they have this like pop to them and i just really like it there's a lot of stuff going on that like if you read the manga you're gonna see some stuff in there and you're like oh yeah uh there, yeah so there's some hype moments there that uh maybe we'll go into like maybe towards the end of the season um you know just not to spoil anything but i love them i actually really love them what, what, do, what are you thinking about yeah, uh, I so I very much enjoy the the animation style of the opener. I I think that is something that I think it's really keeping with the trend of. The, it seems like this season has all the budget, and I'm totally fine with that. Yes. Um. So yeah, and I think thematically for the tone, it it's quite suiting. I'm interested to see if that carries on through the entire remainder of this season. If it like if it doesn't fall into the same trap that the first opener did, which is like okay, this doesn't really line up anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but I mean, we are in a very grim place, and it is a very I'd say grim opener as well. It's you know it is is it's very melancholy. Um, and then I'm I've never been a big closer guy. I think it's fine. I think it's definitely not bad. Um, but I won't. I I'm yeah. not super invested in it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Closers always. They're always second tier. They're second tier, exactly. Exactly. So, this is going to be the fun part. This is yes. going to be the the interesting. Who do you give the Plus Ultra Award for this entire arc? For those who don't know, the Plus Ultra Award is the award we give every episode um, for who went Plus Ultra in that specific episode. Now, where this is a recap of an entire arc, we're going to go for the whole fucking thing. We might actually, like, we might weight the numbers a little bit to be a bit more, like, this might count for a few more things because yeah. it is for an entire arc. But, yeah, who are you giving it to, Dylan? I want you to go first. I went first last time. So you got to go okay. first this time. Um, it's a tough one. It's it's the it it's the entire arc. Uh, I'm not going to say that my choice is incredibly easy, just to put a little more pressure on you, but my choice is easy. Your choice is easy? Yeah, so who are you thinking? <sighs> See, mine, mine isn't because I, I feel like there was just so many individual moments that characters had very big standout things that you're like, fuck, that's like, like, that was really good. But I think the most impactful person this entire arc was Dobby. Ooh. I gotta okay. say Dobby. Like I know I know like Shigaraki was an absolute force for sure. But like Dobby, he just had so much impact. It's so much impact, both within the battle, absolutely like screwing with Endeavor. Take like he took out number one and number two. He took out number one and number two. One psychologically and firepower. Two just firepower. Like that's that says something right that says how crazy dobby is um on top of all the other things we discussed about him i think as a character we've just seen such a cultivation of his character and it's so fucking cool so i gotta give it to dobby who do you got so uh, i was thinking about a couple people and you think shigaraki right mm -hmm. he was genetically engineered by the greatest villain of all time to do a bunch of damage and got a bunch of quirks cool 
Yeah, right? cool, cool, cool stuff. Uh, you have Dobby. Yeah, you had plenty of time to prepare this and to lay your plans out, and that's nice and all. But who was the one that no one expected? The one who charged in first. The one who stopped the doctor. The one who, even though she was missing limbs, no, you're not through all of it. It's Miracle. She had the coolest, the hypest fight scenes. She's the definition of going plus ultra because these are these these are like the top villains. This is the the top villains, the top heroes. We 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 agree they should be really strong and you know go go. It, obviously, Deku's going to go beyond all the time because it's Deku. But we're not expecting like the number five hero who is like my superhero power. I'm a rabbit. I'm just a rabbit, and I'm just going to kick and punch and 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 still stop multiple nomus even with broken limbs. Like this this woman broke her own bones to escape. She's the best. You're gonna, you're gonna catch best. so much flack for this. Good, you're so good, much. good. She can... like she disappeared after like what like three episodes? Like that was it. She was in for like five. First of all, second of all, I'm not gonna say that if it wasn't because of Horikoshi trying to bail out Exilus, uh, but. If Exus wasn't there, I'm going to say she would have killed him. She would have killed Shigaraki if Exus wasn't there. I'm going to say it. I said it. You said it. Oh I God. said it. That is such a, that is a hot take. It is. That is a very hot take. All the most hype fight scenes were her fight scenes. She, there's a reason why this season's so good is because it started off with a giant bunny bang. I fucking hate you. I hate you so mm-hmm. much. I, but that being said, though, I do remember the amount of the amount of clips of her like in action and like the one for ones from the manga to the anime. Like she did have a massive, massive impact early on, both like meta and like within the show itself. Yeah. Right. Like so I think I there's an argument. I don't know if it's right. I don't know. I don't I don't know. I'm going to say uh, is go back, watch the first three episodes and tell me she does not go more plus ultra than anyone. Than Dobby. Yeah. Oh wow, he made a YouTube video. Cool. I mean, I make we, we make YouTube videos. We, it's we not, make YouTube it's videos, not that hard. Yeah. It's not that hard. We had a YouTube uh, villain a couple Who? seasons ago. Gentle. Who's the YouTube? Oh, I love Gentle, man. Yeah. The, oh. the YouTube villain. <laughs> he is the YouTube villain. He's the nicest YouTube villain ever. Yeah. Shout out to oh. my man. And oh, do we know what tar- is he? Tartarus? No, no. I think he's like contracted, isn't he? I don't know. I want to see. I thought he went to jail. We don't know. Don't what, know. We don't know. What, that would be really sick, though, if like he got broken out of Tartarus and he was like, "Hey, listen, heroes, I <laughs> promise I'm not trying to escape. I want to help this time." Yeah, yeah. I'm, I swear I'm gonna be a good guy. Final, I'm... final fight, right? Deku versus Shigaraki, because obviously that's the very final fight, and of they're course. standing there. And Deku's like, I can't, I can't do this alone. I need help of, of, of people that I look up to, that I admire. One hand on the right shoulder, it's Koichi. He steps forward. He's like, I got you, brother. Another hand on the other shoulder, it's Gentle Criminal. <laughs> All three of them uh, defeat Shigaraki at the end. Wow. That'd be that is, That is... Oh, dude. Holy shit. Okay, all right. I gotta wrap this episode up before it gets, it gets too deep down the rabbit hole i'm gonna it's gonna but um yeah all right that's it for this episode we will see you all next week for the next class 
My name is James. This is Dylan, and we are the Degenerate Duo of Class 1A. See you all next week.